Today's daf is daf Chof Vav, page 26 in the Heligim Masechah And we are going to go back to Chof Hei Amr Beis, a very short Amr, as you will notice. And let's pick up again from the two dots, all right? We'll pick up from the second line of Chof Hei Amr Beis and restart our conversation. So here we go. Mu'beres Chaveroi V'chulu, we said if a person marries a Mu'beres Chaveroi, which means... A, um, a woman who has to wait the required uh, three months time uh, wait between two marriages or she's pregnant from her first husband so you have to wait for her to give birth you're not allowed to marry uh, the pregnant woman or a woman who's nursing um, so we said there's no mesaita and they don't get exub okay the Machlekes in our Mishnah about whether or not you're capable of drinking Mesaita is only by an Akaris or Zakena that is not capable of having children. But if it's an islandess, a woman who never was and never will be capable of having children, then even Rabbi Lazar will agree, she does not drink. If she's nucky, if she's clean, if she's innocent, then she's going to end up having children. She'll receive the bracha. Now this only comes to Misha Darka Lazria, Yatsuzu Shein Darka Lazria. A woman who was, has the physical anatomy of having children. So she's barren. She never had children, but she has the physical abilities to have children. Whatever is physically needed. She has a womb. She's just barren. Or an elderly woman, she's not capable of having children anymore, but she has a womb, as opposed to an islandess who never developed the ability to have children. Mesri, that's a challenging question. If somebody warns his Arusa or a Shemeris Yav if let's say she had Stira, she had Yichud, before the Nesuin, she doesn't drink. And she does not get uksuva. Top of Chavav Amad Aleph. We're in the middle of developing our question, so it's going to take us some time over here. Um, and the question is going to be about an islandess. We said an islandess, everyone agrees, does not get uksuba and does not drink. So we're going to challenge that. So let's keep learning this b'risa. Muberes chaver, minakas chaver. If a person marries a pregnant uh, woman from a former marriage or a nursing woman from a former marriage, you're not allowed to marry them. We know that's the halach of Amnasa. And if you did, you got to get rid of her forever. You're never allowed to remarry her. But the Chum say, no, it's not that you're never allowed to remarry her. You can't marry her for the time being. While she's pregnant, while she's nursing, until you have the required amount of uh, waiting period pass. But once the required amount of period pass, then you divorce her now. Then you'll remarry her soon. Unless you have a single man who never has children and he marries in Akara, which he's not allowed to do because a man has an obligation to try to be osake in period of Rivia, to involve themselves in period of Rivia. If you don't end up having children, that's their Shalom's plan, that's fine. But we have the responsibility to try. So he marries in Akara. He knows she's barren, she's not going to have children. Uzakena, the elderly woman, doesn't have any children yet. Tanakama says he's not going to drink and not get a ksuba. However, Abelazar says, no, of course you could, because 
Nothing wrong with him marrying this woman because Midaraisa, biblically speaking, you could always marry a second woman as well. She's not obligated to get rid of this wife just because she's barren or elderly and not capable of having children. He could stay with her. He's just obligated to take another woman and therefore she would drink. Even if somebody does kinoi to his arusa, she marries Yavam, Umisha, Konsonistra, Aishaisa, Aylai, Nailai, Suva. Now we have a choice. Either drink or lose your Ksuva. Mubaras Chab, Umnekas Atzmai. What about if a person uh, has his own pregnant wife? Now, what does it mean his own pregnant wife? Rashi says he gave her a warning not to have Yichud when she was pregnant. Or she's nursing. Okay? Either she drinks or she's not going to get a ksuva. Now Rashi says, what's the chiddush? I mean, she's your wife. What's the difference if she's pregnant or not pregnant? So Rashi gets into, maybe we have a concern that we wouldn't let a woman drink mesaita due to the fact that if she dies, the child will die. Right? Um, he already has another wife. Either she'll drink, or she'll say, I'm out of here, but she loses her ksuba. Eishas mamzer mamzer, which is a totally legit marriage. Eishas nazen lenazen, totally legit marriage. The Eishas ger v'evet meshachar, also the islandess and an islandess. Eishaisa, I lie night like suva. Now look at islandess. What do we just say? Katani mia, bottom line, what do we just mention? Islandess. This is an upslug on Rav Nachman because what we learned on yesterday's Dav, how did we start out today? Rav Nachman says that Sai the Tanakama, Sai Rebbe Elazar, and Islandess will not drink May Saita. But over here you see either she drinks or she doesn't get a ksuba. You see, the Islandess has uh, the ability to drink. Explicit Brysa. How could Rav Nachman argue? Answers the Gemara. Amar Lach Rav Nachman, Rav Nachman is going to respond and say, Tanoihi, granted, I don't stim, I don't work with that Brysa, but I got my own backup. Got my own big guns to rely upon. I learned like the following Tana. The Tana learned the Brysa. Rav Shem Ben Aluzer says, Islandess, like Shaisa, like night, like Ksuba. An islandess does not drink from the Mesaita, and she does not get a ksuba. Shinamar, as it says, the nix of an Israel Zara. Okay, this was where Rav Nachman was coming from earlier. What your Shimon ben Elazar is telling me, me So we have Rav Shimon ben Elazar who's backing up Rav Nachman. So even though he's got a, he has a ton of backing him up, even though there's a Mishnah or, or a Brisa arguing on him, sorry, he's got his own Tanayim to back up on. That's fine. Ask the Gemara. According to Rabbanon, who say that she could drink Mesaita, an islanders could drink Mesaita, what are they going to do with Nixon and Israel? She's innocent and has children. An islanders doesn't have the body to have children. And for the Gemara, the Gemara answers, We need the following price of an of an Israel. Zara, what does this teach me? Chevra, this is beautiful. Shem haisa kara if you have a woman who's a saita, and we are judging her unfavorably, we think she's Tomei, she's now a near daf, she's being chased 
and it's proven that she's innocent, she will be blessed with a child. Even if she's barren, even if she's not karo, she's going to receive blessing. Tivir Rebbe Kiva. This is the opinion of Rebbe Kiva. Omer Rebbe Shon. Rebbe Shon said Rebbe Kiva. Imkain, one second. One second, Rebbe Kiva. What you just found for us is an incredible opportunity for couples that are struggling with infertility to have a child. Because Imkain, Yisosu Kol Akaris V'yipaktu. Let these women have stira, have their husbands give them kinoi, do stira with the guy, and then it'll show that they're innocent. Vizu, Hayovalay Nistra of Seda, Imkain, Matam Lamar Venixov and Israzera. Yeah, this woman, she's not capable of having children. So what is the matam of Nixav is there? She might see this bitzar, this berevach. Even if she's able to have children beforehand, she'll have an easier childbirth. Nikavis, she has Nikavis, she'll have Zacharim, she'll have Zachar. Ktsarim, you'll have this Aruchim. Shcharim, you'll have this Levenim. Okay. So they say, listen, it's not coming to exclude an islandess from drinking. Rather, it's coming to tell me that. Depending on the woman's situation within childbirth, that is going to depend on what type of bracha, what type of blessing is going to come her way if she ultimately is innocent. V'niksav, she's innocent, v'nizra zera. She'll have zera, whether it's actual children, whether it's, it's uh, that's Rabbi Akiva, or whether it's like Rabbi Shmuel, who says that it's going to just come out with an easier childbirth or healthier babies. Okay. Now we said in the Brisa that an Aishas Mamzer to a Mamzer is able to drink Mesaita. Says the Gemara Pshita, of course she could. She's a regular wife. That's exactly what you're supposed to do. A Mamzer is meant to marry a Mamzeres. Why would I think otherwise? Why would I think she's not a Saita? Answer the Gemara Mahu I would have thought to say, Afushay Psulin Lai Leifush. Okay. I would said, I would have said like this. That since, if, um, um, she's innocent, she could have children afterwards. Maybe we don't want them having children. So it's just going to continue having mamzerim and kalyusos. Maybe I would say exclude them from the process of saita, where more children could come out of it. Now, um, it, it, if she's innocent, the couple's going to stay together. So kamash malon the. Raisa lets us know that Fakert, no, it's not true. You have a Mamzer Mamzeris, we're very happy if they have their own little Mamzerim running around. Aisha's Ger of Evan Meshukher of Islandis, you have the wife of a Ger, the wife of an Evan Meshukher, Evan Knani that's freed, and an Islandis, we said, Aishai Sais, Ai, Ai, Light, Nai, Lais, Ksuba, or they lose out on the Ksuba, Pshita. It's obvious again, same question. Mahu, the Tema, I would have thought to say, Dabro Bnei Israel, Velay Gerim. I would say speak to people who are B'nai Yisrael, who are literal descendants of Yisrael. The Bryce let us know that any, any Jewish person is included. So how do you know? It says, Maybe Taka means only a native-born Yid. It says, no. The word Va'amarta, you should say, is a riboy. It's an expression of inclusion. Which is letting me know that this the, the group of people that aren't natively born Jewish are also included in the halachas of Saita. Eishes Kayin, 
Shaisa, the wife of a Kayan drinks Mesaita, Vaisha is Kayan Shaisa Pshita. This is a push the thing, yeah. It's partial. Why would I think that a wife of a Kayan is not included in Saita? Says the Gemara Ma'ud the Tema. I would have thought to say, Vihi Linus Basa. When does a woman become a Saita? When she goes into it willingly. Then she becomes forbidden to her husband, but only when it's willing. Remember the wife of a Yisrael who's violated against her will. Does not become forbidden to her husband. Vihilain is basa, only when she's not forced. She becomes forbidden to her husband. Asura is she forbidden. Honest basa mutaris. If she is violated, she remains mutter to her husband. Vizu. And this lady, Hayovin is basa asura. She's ushered to her husband anyway. Whether or not the relations were willing, whether or not the relations was violation against her will, she becomes forbidden to her husband. It's Emalei Sishta. I would say she shouldn't drink. Kumash Malan lets us know that Aisha's Kayan does drink. Okay. Umutaris Labala. After she, uh, the woman drinks the Mesaita, she's mutter to her husband. Pshita. It's obvious. So listen to this. It's Gishmak. Remember, we learned that after a woman drinks Mesaita, either a shoal die right away and they'll get her out to not make anything tummy or she might have schusim that allow her to live a little bit longer now the problem is like this the Gemara is going to have to figure out the Gemara is going to have to figure out why she's muttered to her husband after if there's a chance that she actually willingly had relations it's just taking time to impact her Understand? Don't tell me she's muttered to her husband after she drinks the Saita water. Because if she has merits, any woman who willingly had relations becomes forbidden to her husband. Aye, so why didn't she explode? Maybe she has chusim. Well, if there's that risk of possible chusim, why are we allowing her to go back to her husband? A woman who has a willing affair is not permitted to her husband, says the Gemara. Yeah? We're talking about where she starts to deteriorate. And she's even there, she's muttered to her husband. Says Gemara, what? Even when it starts to impact her, she, she's allowed to her husband. Misnavna, Maya. If she's disintegrating, we'll call it, right? Going downhill. That's a proof of guilt. If it's a proof of guilt, she should not be allowed to be with her husband. Answers the Gemara, Ben Misnavna, Darachivar. Her body is deteriorating, her, her body is weakening through the regular avarim, which means not in the, in the s- system that we learned happens of saita. Remember, a saita first starts with the thighs, then the stomach, right? Starts to be impacted in a specific way. Sigmar is dealing with a case where she starts to get weaker, but not in the way of saita. Mahutema um, ha zanuye zanai. I would have said that maybe she actually is guilty. Um, and maybe the reason why the water is not having an impact on her in the usual limb by limb sequence is mishum zanoi Maybe it was done against her will, and uh, she's ushered to a kain. Kamashlan therefore lets me know that. Uh, even over here, an Aisha's Kayan is going to be mutter, going to be allowed to her husband. Aisha Saris Shaisa, the wife of a Sris, 
um, is a, a shaisa. She's she does drink pshita. Why not? Just because the husband can't have children, why shouldn't she drink? I would say anybody besides means besides your husband. Which is referring to somebody else having relations with her in a way that a husband is capable of having relations. If a husband's sterile, he's not capable of having relations. And therefore I would say she shouldn't drink mesaita only when the two men are capable of having relations. Is that even if the husband doesn't have the physical power to have relations with her, but he gave the Dikinoi and the Stira, then the Mesaita are still going to check her. Al Then back to our Mishnah. Our Mishnah said that a husband can do Kinoi, warn his wife to not have Yichud, to not seclude herself, even with an Arias. For example, Rashi gave us an example a father, a brother. The husband could tell his wife, I don't want you having yichud with your father. And if she does, we'll take her to drink the mesaita. It's a chiddush. Even arayas are included. Says the Gemara, Pshita, I would say, it's, uh, I would say it's Pashit. Why not? I'll tell you why. I would have thought to say, It says, she's taught me twice, she becomes now forbidden to the husband and now forbidden to the suspected adulterer. That's only when she's becoming forbidden to the suspected adulterer through having relations with him. But when she's already forbidden, like her father, she's been forbidden to have relations with her father the moment she's born. And her brother... I would say she's not a site. The commercial in the Mishnah lets us know that even by Arias, the waters of the site are going to check her. A husband cannot warn a wife to stay away from Yichud with a cotton, with a minor, a boy under bar mitzvah. All right. Means ish and not a cut. So, no such thing as warning your wife against having yichud with a child, a minor. We also said in the Mishnah, and also somebody who's not a man. ish What is that talking about? What is the case of she'enay ish? Warning her to not have yichud with somebody who's not a man. Shachof. If you're telling me that it's coming to exclude a shachof, okay, shachof means it's you're warning her to not have yichud with somebody who's completely incapable of having relations, biologically incapable of having relations, and you can't warn her against such a man because relations are an impossibility. Vamar Shmuel shachof mekanen al yaday. If a person is a shachuf, a person can still give kinoi with a shachuf. You're not allowed to be miyachid with him, seclude with him. And if she does have yichud, she's going to be puzzled from eating truma. Okay, so this guy, he might try to have relations, however so. 
And therefore, um, should be cause forbidden and to eat shum. Mikan al yadai pshita. He's not capable of Shiv Chazera. Kumash Balan lets me know that he's still included. Upaiso Bachuma, Pshita. Alright. her up from eating Truma. Okay. Any time a woman has relations with anybody who's unfit to marry her, she's forbidden to eat Truma. Pshita. What's the Chiddush over here? Says Gemara, Madatema la yechalel zarei Omar Achmana. The Torah says la yechalel zarei. You should not create things that are chal, mundane amongst his people. The isle zera the chalal. It's referring to somebody who the zera, the his his uh, seed, passes her up. The less they zera la yechalel. But I would say if he's not capable of of uh, uh, of there being zera. With their relations, so la it does not uh, it does not get in her way of eating shuma. Kamash malan. Therefore, Shmuel tells me that um, even when he's not capable of shivchazera, still he's going to get in the way of of uh, this woman's kedusha. Okay. So. What does it mean, me she'enayish? We thought that maybe it means somebody who's not capable of having children, somebody who's not capable of having real intercourse. The Gemara says, that's not the case. Maybe our Mishnah means coming to exclude, me she'enayish is coming to exclude avikacham. Okay, which means, if a man tells his wife, do not have yichud with a guy, she's not a saita. And she does, right? She has yichud, yeah? She's not a saita. No such thing of being mekana her with a guy. Alright? says, You can have kinoi and pastor from chuma. It says, She's also to both her husband if she does it willingly and to the adulterer. That's where Bishu comes also through the Znus, through the relations that she had. Avalha. But this woman who has relations with a guy, Hayova Asura Vakaima, since she's not becoming forbidden to the adulterer now. She was forbidden to the adulterer all the time. This is what we'll call intermarriage. Okay? It's forbidden for a Jewish woman to marry a non Jewish man. That's the halacha. So I would say over here, He's already forbidden to her. He's not becoming forbidden to her through the relations. I would say there's no saita. Kamash Malan. Therefore the Chiddush over here is, there is saita if the husband warns her to not have stira, to not have yichud with the guy. Upaisa b'truma. She'll become possible from truma. Pshita. Of course she becomes possible from truma. Why? Because when a woman has relations with somebody forbidden to her, she becomes possible. It possible her. So a guy is forbidden to her, so she should be possible. If a bas kayan is to an ish zar, meaning somebody who's a non kayan, the davar havaya in, which means kedushin would be valid, yes, the lav bar but if it's not valid, no. Therefore, he lets me know that 
a guy is going to passel her because of Rabbi Yechanan's halacha, Rabbi Yechanan's statement, How do you know that if you have a non-Jew or an Avakanani, they had relations with a Kehenes, or with a Leviyah, that in all these cases, the women become puzzled from eating Shuma. She could eat Shuma if there's capable of having a valid marriage. Okay? So you have a woman who decides she wants to intermarry. So she goes over to a rabbi, she says, Rabbi, I want to officiate at my marriage. Even if a rabbi officiates at her marriage, she's not married. It's not valid. It's an impossibility. The only time Kedushin is chal, the only time marriage takes hold is by two yidin. If she's standing under the chuppah with a guy, there's no, there's no marriage. Since there's no marriage, there's no widowship and there's no divorce. So I would say, Okay? So, what we're coming to learn is that the case of our Mishnah, which says he warns her about secluding with somebody who's not a man, cannot be dealing with somebody who's not capable of having intercourse, and it could also not be talking about a guy, because those are all already taken care of. So what is Misha and Ayish coming to exclude? Omar of Papa, you ready for this? You know what? He warns her about Misha and Ayish coming to exclude. A husband cannot warn his, warn his wife to not have Yichr with an animal because there's no such thing as Znus by an animal. It's not called Znus. In order for there to be Saita, there has to be a warning and that to not have yichud with somebody that the intercourse would be called a znus. Intercourse with an animal is not called znus. It's called bestiality. It's a different, it's a different parsha. It's a different halacha. The ain znus bebehema. How do you know that? You cannot bring any animal purchased with money from Esnan Zaina, a Zaina uh, uh, transaction, or Mechir Kelev, money used for the sale of a dog, to come purchase your carbonus with it disrespectfully. Now let it do that. Tanya, we'll enter the Brisa. Esnan Kelev, what about in exchange? Uh, of relations for a dog, can I use that money for a carbon? That's fine. Only two are a problem and not four. Now, why aren't the other four a problem? Because you say it's not even called relations. You paid for uh, relations with a dog. It's not called you paid for relations. You paid for a dog and whatever. You did what you did. Right? So, what we're saying over here is that according to Rav Papa, Misha Inayish is referring to a behema. Fine. Says the Gemara of Shivchas Zera Lomeli. What is the Pasuk of Shivchas Zera Lomeli? What's it coming to teach me? Shivchas Zera means besides four other things. Ask the Gemara, other what? My Davar Acher. What are other things? Amr Shesha's. Prat Shakina Shaloi Kedarka. 
it, excluding a case, if a husband tells his wife, I don't want you um, having uh, relations with this man, Shalai Kedarka. Shalai Kedarka, we'll call it through the back, in an unnatural form of intercourse. If a husband says that to his wife, I'm warning you about Shalai Kedarka, Dika Zunos, he didn't warn her. Amalei Rav, Rav says, Shalai Kedarka, Mishkevei Yishak Sif. Shalai Kedarka is called Mishkevei Yishak. It's excluding where, a, where a, a person tells his wife, you shouldn't touch your limbs to another man. He didn't tell her not to have relations with another man. He said, I don't want you touching your limbs to another man. Abai, Abai says, that's pritzus, that's it's immoral, it's a wrong thing to do. However, yeah, that's the, we know for a fact the Tyra is not dealing with um, just their limbs touching. And if you're telling me that that's what it's coming to exclude, that's strange. Because we know it's the wrong thing to do, but no one's going to come here and say, oh, we need a special pasuk telling me that a woman doesn't drink sight the waters when her husband warns her about her limbs touching a man's, a specific man's limbs. It's not called relations. So why would I need a verse to exclude her from drinking meisait? Of course she doesn't drink meisait. Alam Rabbi, proudly shekina labinashika. He says he doesn't say to her, "I'm forbidding you to have relations with the guy." He says, "I'm forbidding you to have start of relations." It's called nashika, at the male organ and the female area genitalia touch. I'm warning you against them even touching. It makes sense if you tell me that the, what's considered an intercourse is when there's a little bit of an insert. Beseder, we get it. But generally just the body touching, even if it's the genitalia touching, that's not considered intercourse anywhere. And therefore, there would be a big chiddush here to tell me that I need a is coming to exclude just touching. But if you're going to tell me Ara is considered Nishika, what are you going to say? Meaning, even if there is just touching, that would be considered an act of intercourse. If you hold touching as like the start of an intercourse, and now touching is an intercourse. And if touching is an intercourse, she should be a Saita. Says the Gemara, What happened is he warned his wife that. Their limbs, your limbs, and this guy's limbs better not touch. And I would say, listen, Shitaka would be a Saita because it's dependent on whatever the husband is makbid on. Yeah? Whatever he's makbid on. This is what he wants. And he says, I don't want your bodies touching. And therefore, if he says that's what bothers him and that's enough to be called uh, relations, then it's going to make her a Saita. And therefore the Torah lets us know that that's not true. Okay? The only time a, the only time a uh, warning, a kinoi works from husband to wife is about an actual intercourse. It's not, if he warns about anything else that doesn't have the status of an intercourse, it's not considered a warning. Period. End of that Gemara. Okay. Let's just 
We've got a few more words, but we're starting a new sugi here. Omar Shmuel, Shmuel says, Yisa Adam Duma Va'al Yisa Bas Duma Shazuba Mitipakshira Bizuba Mitipaksula. This is a fascinating topic. We'll pick up from here tomorrow. But what what uh, Shmuel is saying is that halachically, and this will need explanation tomorrow, Mitzvah Halachically, a man is better off marrying somebody who doesn't have an issue in their lineage, even if you know that she herself is loose, we'll call it, with her morality. Um, but at least you know that the woman you're marrying has a, uh, doesn't have any yichus um, issues. Better to marry the, the mother and not the child who has the yichus issues than to marry somebody who has yichus issues, um, who's not actually the one committing the sin. Now this needs explanation. We'll get into this tomorrow, Bez Hashem. We'll pick up from the bottom line of Omar Shmuel. Have a wonderful, wonderful evening. Chavar Bez Hashem, Dafyami, tomorrow evening, 6.40 p.m., hopefully from Yerushalayim. Have a wonderful, wonderful night.